seems like it never fails that when you need to get somewhere for a certain time, something will get in the way. When you're driving on the highway, you need to get the slowest person will pull out in front of you. And usually there's that temptation to tell them what you think of them while you're driving. I had to go and pick up someone at the airport for a presentation that was being given to the priest. This was years ago. And it was Memorial Day that uh, I was going to pick them up. And so I was going to freshen up the guest room at the, at the rectory. I was going to, you know, took all the sheets off the bed, put them in the, in the washer again, and put things on, ready to go, and water pressure's down. So I'm looking at this. I said, well, maybe there's a leak. So I go outside. I'm looking around the rectory. I go to the water main. I don't know why I did this. I wouldn't know how to repair it anyway, but at least I'd know what's wrong. Go there, nothing. So, of course, I was going to go to my parents' house for a barbecue before going to the airport. So I said, well, instead of going early, instead, I said, so I called and said, look, I'm running late. I'll probably be there just to eat and then go pick them up at the airport. Finally, gets all done. Put it in the dryer. I'm behind schedule, so I'm leaving to go. And at that moment, passing in front of the chancery, there was an accident. It was a head-on collision that happened maybe two minutes before I got there. So stopped and said, you know, y'all need priests. Said, well, the ones in the car there probably do. The other one could use some help too. So went there, did some anointings and all that, and finishing up the prayers. And state police came on by and they said, well, Father, you better pray a little more for those in the car. It doesn't look good for them. Okay. Finally, you know, staying with all that, getting it all taken care of, talking to reporters because the responders are busy and they say, thank Father, because they get in the way, all this. So if there's any reporters out there, Leave the first responders do what they have to do. Finally, leave, go, get on the phone and say, I'm not coming for lunch. I've got to go to the airport now. There was an accident. And so I had to take care of that. So as I'm going, you know, I'm like, give up the bar because there's always something that gets in the way and all this. And then think, okay, Lord, I see it now. I see why things weren't working. You wanted me to be there because there was a greater need that was going to be there than me to eat barbecue on Memorial Day. And that sometimes we don't see that right away. We don't see in our lives when difficult things happen, bad things happen, usually not from our doing, that God has a hand in things, whether he's going to make things better or use what's bad and make good come from it. We usually don't see it then. Think about Moses. Moses should have been killed as a baby. Pharaoh wanted all the Jewish boys killed. His mother hid him. It only hide him so long before all of a sudden start making noise, and then where's this little kid coming from? He should have been killed. So instead she puts him in this basket, hoping that something good is going to happen. And Pharaoh's daughter finds him. Brings him into Pharaoh's household, where he's going to be raised as one of the household of, in, Pharaoh's, in Pharaoh's midst. Have a status that's there. Pharaoh would know him. That God uses this to set the stage for setting his people free. That Moses would be the one that would take them from slavery to freedom. But at the time, it doesn't, doesn't seem like good is going to come from this. How often that happens, that we forget that God has a hand in everything. He has a plan for salvation for us all. That sometimes things that look like horrible things, illness, loss of job, family situations, all these difficulties that come up, God can use that to draw us closer to Him, 
fulfill that plan for salvation. Sometimes what seems like a loss is actually a gain. What seems like something bad becomes better. Something that is better becomes great. We start to look back at it, again, we don't see it right away, but years down the line, you look, if this wouldn't have happened, then this good thing, this better thing, this best thing wouldn't have occurred. All we have to do is look at the Lord's life. If we see just that, we say, he didn't do so well. If this is where it ended, it was Good Friday here, he didn't do so great. But what looked like something that was bad became the greatest thing on earth and in heaven. Eternal life is open for us. The gates of heaven are open for us. Had that not happened, where would we be? So we look at our own lives. We can look at those times of difficulty, in the past especially. Because if we look at it now, we don't think, hmm, I don't know what's going to come from this. But we can look at the past and see what has happened in our own past that we thought was bad. That from that, God brings about good. It's a test of faith and a test of trust. And ultimately, that's what happens. The people at Chorazin and Bethsaida, they just saw these good things and that's it. But they didn't realize there's something that comes from that. Do we actually see God's hand at work in our own lives? Do we trust Him? Do we seek that guidance or not? And so, brothers and sisters, as we come together today, it gives us an opportunity to look at our own lives, to recognize that God does have a plan that we play a part in. We may not be a Moses, but we are a son and daughter of God, that he watches over each one of us and cares for each one of us. Are we willing to put that faith in God and trust him, even in the midst of difficulties, that good, better, and best will come from it?